His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I know you're always watching this show, Rob. Let's make a deal with Wayne Brady. If I was near the TV at that time, I probably would. All right. The guy does a good job with that. I see it when I'm on vacation. He does, and you're in the game shows. You just love it. Oh, yeah, every day. <laughs> but what, what happened? Well, the other day there was a, a, a couple on there, and uh, and here's what he asked them. Now, how long have you guys been together? <laughs> uh, about six months. That's it? It's new. Oh, it's newish. We're yeah. friends. Uh-oh. We're just friends, can but we, he wants it. Can we talk about this uh, not in front of everyone, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm single. It's complicated. I'm single, guys. I'm single. Wait. Wow, she makes it even worse. He, puts, he put him in the friend zone, evidently. Yeah, he goes, oh, we've been together six months, and she quickly shuts it down. It's like, no, we're just friends. We're just friends. I'm single. Wow. <laughs> that poor guy. We're not only just friends, I'm looking for somebody. That's really bad. <laughs> On TV. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. But then uh, some people say it might be something that was kind of staged because they found out she's like an a actress. Really? So, who knows? Also, oh, uh, now there's controversy over the silly thing yeah, on a game show. There's I controversy mean, over on. controversy. It's just, it's <laughs> incredible, you. but it's you know we. You remember growing up, falling into well, you probably didn't because you were a stud, but I was always in the friend zone because you know I'm that little Mister Nice guy. Oh, he's so nice, and then you slip into the friend zone. Oh no, I lived in the friend zone until I got married, <laughs> and I've been out of the friend zone for 27 years. Oh, it's been no. beautiful. Oh. More than just pretty voices. Okay, first time you were ever in a plane for your kids. I'm so curious of what that experience was like for you. I was just reading that Scandinavian Airlines—they're letting kids fly free, beginning this summer. Free, dude. I mean, they'll, they'll take you to Copenhagen, Helsinki, uh, Oslo, and Stockholm. That's just a few of the areas that Scandinavian Airlines will fly uh, families from the U.S. to their place just for tourism. For free, they're going to do the kids. So that's not that's not a bad deal when you think about that. Am I young enough? No, but you can bring your kids oh, okay. for, for free. All How right. about that deal, huh? So it made me start to think about the first time you were ever in an airplane because who could ever forget that? I mean, I can't. I was I was in my 20s. First time I went into an airplane, sat at the window seat, and I was glued my nose to the window the entire trip. I don't know about you. Mm, I can't remember. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That was such an experience for me. Oh, I don't remember. I flew somewhere. I'm sure you did. So how about you? 800-447-7234. That's 800-447-7234. The first time you flew in a plane, what was that experience like? Or how about giving it through the eyes of your kids when they did? It's always fun. 800-447-7234. Mornings with his morning crew. So we hear that Scandinavian Airlines is giving trips for kids for free if you want to fly to Scandinavia, of course, in that area. And so we started thinking about the time that you were on a plane for the very first time at 800-447-7234. And Nina describes her first flight. I was in total shock when I flew for the first time. I was so, it was so scary. I saw way too many movies with plane crashes. The uh-huh. speed of the plane was very unexpected during takeoff, but overall, I loved it and was totally prepared for the flight back Oh, off. that's nice. I'm yeah. glad Nina had a better experience. Kelly's along with us. Okay, Kelly, what's your story? I went on my first flight 
um, on a mission trip to Romania with my church. Um, I was 24 um, and thought to myself, I can do this, I can fly, because usually when our church went on mission trips, they flew from Charlotte or Greenville to Washington, and I thought, if I can't do it, I'll get somebody to come pick me up. <laughs> and our flight was from Charlotte to um, Germany. And I made the flight, and it was wonderful. What did you do on that missions trip? Um, we worked in some gypsy villages, just spreading God's word, and we packed food bags. It was actually two days after Christmas, and we were able to spend New Year's there, um, and it was a, an amazing trip. That sounds phenomenal. And to Romania, that's so cool. Well, how about you? What was your first trip on a plane like? 800-447-7234. It's Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So we're thinking about the time that you were in a plane for the very first time. Maybe somebody in your family at 800-447-7234. You should see some of the texts that are coming in. Yeah, Holly was in fifth grade flying to her grandmother's funeral and was in a small jumper plane and cried the whole time. No. But she's flown plenty of time since. She's 50 and loving flying. Good for you, Holly. Okay, so here's Nita. What's the story, Nita? My dad had a little Cessna plane. He was a pilot when I was little. So when I was about six, he let me go up, and it was awesome. I've always loved flying. Flew to Hawaii at seven. No. It was just it's an awesome experience. What were you feeling when you sat down in that Cessna with Dad? Oh, just like I was on top of the world. He let me try to, you know, fly a little controls and everything. And it just, you know, it's just so peaceful up there, even though you got that humming of that little plane. But it was, it was really peaceful. It just, it made me love to pl- fly and appreciate life. Really awesome. His morning crew. Scandinavian Airlines. They're giving free flights for kids this summer to go over there, of course, with an adult, as long as you're going on a vacation. And we started to think about the first time you were ever in a plane. I remember when I was. I was in my 20s, and my nose was glued to the window that whole entire trip to Connecticut. I so remember that. Well, what about you? 800-447-7234. Boy, the stories are coming in with calls and texts. Yeah, we got a text from Hope. Says, we had just left New York, went to North Carolina, back to Ohio, and we were even arrived back home September 10th. And within 24 hours, September 11th happened. No. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, just a day apart. I know. That's that's something you'll never, ever forget. Yeah. Leslie's along with us. What about your story, Leslie? Well, I jumped out of a plane the first time I got in a plane. Wait a minute. For real? You get in a plane and then you jump out it. (laughs) You parachuted. Well, I always wanted to go skydiving, and 16 was the youngest. They would let you go, and my mom finally gave me permission, so I went when I turned 16. That sounds like the coolest birthday present and the coolest parents to let you do that. Yeah. She told me she would take me to the mall if I changed my mind. (laughs) Mall or jump out of a plane. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Call or text. How about your story? 800-447-7234. That's 800-HIS-RADIO. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Jim Mann, our producer, is keeping an eye on what's trending on social media right now. And here is what is trending. Wally Leatherwood is a beekeeper who lives in Waynesville. He drove to Weaverville. That's 40 miles. He drove to pick up three packs of bees. Three packs. That's 3,000 bees. And he put them in the back. They come in little, you know, boxes. And they put them in the back of his truck. Stopped to get something to eat. So he moved them up to the cab of his car and left the air on. 
and uh, came to check on them, and they had gotten out. <laughs> one of them, one of the bees had a key, apparently, and they got out, and they're all just sitting in the uh, seat waiting for a ride. No way. So they got out, and it, what is it, a pickup truck it was in? Yeah. So <laughs> they're all sitting there, got their little seat belts on, ready for a ride. Oh, that's for crazy. And so he just gets in there with them. Um, he was driving. They didn't drive at all. But uh, all the way home, they, they never stung him. I was going to ask. Yeah, that could have been bad. 3,000 bees, just if just half of them stung him, that would mm-hmm. be bad. That would be, if one stung, that would be bad. Yeah, and he stopped uh, where, his, where his son works at a car dealership, and so they, one of the guys took a video of this. They just thought he was crazy. And, of course, that is on the uh, Internet going crazy. Oh, I'm Everyone sure. Everyone thinks it's wild, but... Uh, he, he didn't get stung, like I said, until he got home and moved them out, and he got stung like four or five, six times. As he was getting them out of the nice, comfortable yeah. ride that They're they so had ungrateful. all that time, huh? So ungrateful. That's crazy. More than just pretty voices. Some incredible stories of when it was your first time ever in a plane at 800-447-7234. Yeah, Kimber says, uh, for real, my mom and I flew from Alaska to Greenville when I was five. That's a long flight. I've enjoyed flying ever since. Even after being five and in a plane that long yeah, <laughs> from Alaska to South Carolina. That's amazing. We're hearing from Dan. What's your story, Dan? So the very first time I flew, I was about 17 years old uh, going to visit colleges. My parents acted like it was totally normal just to put me on a plane. Uh, after never having flown. Flight was pretty uneventful. On the way back, though, uh, I sat between two ginormous bodybuilders <laughs> who uh, who were just terrified. And that kind of made me think, maybe I should be more <laughs> nervous about this. And they just, like, buried their heads between their knees, and they were shaking and, like, praying the whole time. And what made it worse is that they were, like, no-carbing it, so they brought these hard-boiled eggs that freaked up the plane. And, I mean, they were nice enough to offer me one, which I kindly declined. But I just remember it so vividly, the smell and these giant men on either side of me just trembling with fear (laughs) and uh, making me wonder if I was crazy for not being afraid to fly. That's funny. A scrawny teenager in in, in, in between two of these big burly dudes. Right, exactly. Yep. Praying praying away, head buried between their knees and and making me a little nervous. It's kind of like Jim Mann, our producer's first time in a plane in between two burly guys and he's a scrawny little guy. No, I was the burly guy. Oh, you were the burly guy. Okay. Yeah, but not afraid. Not afraid. (laughs) Never. Not Jim. No No fear in this dude here at all. Mornings with his morning crew. We started seeing this news about Scandinavian Airlines, and here's what they're doing. They want you to fly, like, to Scandinavia for vacation, and they say, okay, your kid's for free all summer long. So we started thinking about the first time you were ever in a plane at 800-447-7234. We're getting some calls and texts in. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Alicia said, I remember flying so long ago, I was a kid, uh, there was still smoking in the back of the plane. I remember that. Really? That was nasty. Yeah, it smelled really. Every, and there's no there's no non-smoking section on a plane back then. Right, Are I you tried opening up the window and it, it just wouldn't work. It doesn't work, does it? Denise is along with us. What's your story, Denise? I was 14 years old and my dad was in the Army and we traveled 18 hours to Germany. <laughs> that was your first time in a plane? 14 hours? Burnt 18 hours. <laughs> That's even worse. Eight, <laughs> yeah, another 18 hours. But I loved it. My dad was terrified, though. <laughs> Why? He, 
he held all of our hands because we hit turbulence. Oh. And he held all of our hands across our seats and was praying. <laughs> but I remember I said to myself, I will not let my dad's fear be my fear. And also flying helped me to get over my fear of heights. I used to be terrified of going on a bridge. And then the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, well, you love flying, don't you? I said, yes. He said, then how can you be afraid of heights? And from that moment on, I was never afraid to go across the bridge any longer. Rob, Allison, and Jim. So we started thinking about the first time you were ever in the plane in your life. I asked Jim. He's like, I don't remember. I don't. I, my memory's not working, I guess. It was great, though. You're probably just a little tight. Probably. And yeah. flying's been a part of it. He flies everywhere. Yeah, it's probably when the first plane came out. <laughs> the Wright Brothers, huh? Yeah, yeah. How could you time. forget that journey? So how about you? What's your story? The calls and texts are coming in at 800-447-7234. Yeah, Zach says, first time I went on a plane was when I and my parents went to Vegas to see my sister when they lived there. I loved it ever since. Oh, that's cool. Elizabeth is with us, too. What about you, Elizabeth? My dad's a pilot. My youngest, his first flight was with my dad as the pilot, which was really special. Um, we had had to go up to Atlanta, and my dad was back in his plane, and so here we've got this, like, Jack was probably two or three months old, put him in, put his car seat in the plane and then put the little headphones because it's a small plane, so you got to wear, like, the headphones uh, when you're on and stuff, and so he just sat there and looked out the window and you know it was, it was a very fun experience so that is so cool you'll never forget that he's two months old and you have that cool experience with him it was it was very fun and, and it's you know everybody all the pilots are so friendly when you go to stuff like that and my dad he probably has like a hundred stories because one of the um organizations he volunteers with they go to rural airports and they um they have these things called fly-ins and you'll have a lot of different planes out for people to look at. And then they let kids who've never been in a plane before, they take them up for like a 15-minute flight around the area and then bring them back down so that they can, you know, have that experience and to increase the joy of aviation and stuff like that. So he's had hundreds and hundreds of people. Have, their first flight has been in his small plane, which is a totally different experience. His morning crew. Flying in planes and all that other stuff. And we started thinking this morning, after we heard that there was an airline that's flying kids, for free this summer. Of course, mom and dad have to be along with them as they go on vacation. And we started thinking about the time that you were in a plane for the very first time in your life, or maybe even your kids, at 800-447-7234. Sarah says, I'll be 32 next Monday, and I'll be taking my first flight at the end of June. Get out. Yeah, I'm doing it by myself, so that's nerve-wracking, but I'm going back to my hometown to see my best friend's new baby, so I'm excited. Sarah, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Everything Flying is super cool. Yeah. Really cool. Just think of it like a ride of Carowinds or something like that. Terry's along with us. Terry, what do you say? Oh, when my son was about four years old, we flew from Miami. Everybody, you know, at takeoff, everybody was quiet you know, after we did the takeoff. And all of a sudden, my son said, wow. Oh. <laughs> Everybody in the plane cracked up laughing. That is so cool. Where did you go? Oh, we went to uh, to Nashville. Fun. It was a fun trip. But he just cracked everybody up with that. Wow. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I haven't even watched uh, prank shows of today. Are there a lot out there? They're different today. Different. Yeah. yeah. They're, They're mean. Sadly, mean and really against morals, man. Yeah. I'm like, afraid uh, to have some of our kids watch them. 
like they had uh, one uh, celebrity thinking she was in a plane crash. I mean, that, if you had heart trouble, that could that's take you not, down. That's not a great prank. No, football players, they made them feel like they uh, thought their friends were drowning in quicksand. Is These that, are pranks? Yes. That's not a good prank. I watched one on the internet where the, in Japan where they have some poor girl walk into the elevator and the floor just gives out. So she's thinking she's falling down the chute. Oh, That's my goodness. Horrible. Well, back in my days, I'm from the nice generation. So back the, in, He said the nice generation. <laughs> we were very kind. And Candid Camera, I mean, that's been around for a while, but I remember watching it uh, back in the 60s. Back in the 60s. Here's a great example of what it used to be. They had these, like, attractive teachers come in and uh, talk to students and, you know, want to know if they can be, you know, want to be in their class. But uh, you can catch a little bit of it here. These girls were introduced to their handsome new teacher, and we got a chance to watch and listen after the fellow left the room. I'd like to know whether girls would like to be in my class. Uh, <laughs> and they're just, they got this look on their, like they're frozen, like they just went into a coma. Uh, and then when the teacher leaves, he goes, ah, I'll be right back. They go crazy. And they do it again for for the guys. They bring this attractive female teacher in. And so those are the innocent pranks yeah. back in the day. This is fun. And they were funnier back then. Of course, you know, our sense of humor is, is simple. So that's probably why It should be times. simple. Yeah. It was great. You don't want to pull that kind of bad prank on somebody today and scare them to death. What was good about that, back to where I went to school, it was apparently against the law to be an attractive teacher because I didn't have any. Against the law? <laughs> they lift that ban, by the way. Yeah. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Love for you to meet Amanda. Amanda is one of those busy third grade teachers. She's dedicated to her students, and she's also dedicated to paying off some bills. She works three jobs. One of them, outside of being the third grade teacher, is a grocery store cashier. Now, here's the thing. She's a six-year teacher. She has a master's degree. And hello, she's working three jobs just to make ends meet. She has these student loans. Of course, there's the rent. There's the car payment. She says 74% of her take-home pay goes to all of that. Now, there is a man that was at her checkout line. He was buying, like, some cookies and other groceries. And he was hearing her story. She was telling it to a friend. And so he paid and said thank you, came back an hour later, bought some more cookies, and then handed Amanda, the third grade teacher I was telling you about, an envelope. And inside the envelope was a hundred bucks. The kindness that he showed, not only from the conversation, but from taking the time to come back and, and be that kind and generous made all the difference in the world. He brought out his hand shook hers and said, thank you for what you do, and then just left. No name. She has no idea who this guy is, but yet he showed enough kindness to give her 100 bucks just to help out a little bit. And she said, that's going to help me with a week's worth of groceries. Isn't that amazing? Wow. There's a lot of good people out there that, there is. that uh, we just don't know about because they don't talk about it. And to, figure, and to find out that she had a need like that, I mean, working three jobs just to pay off some of those bills is, I mean, this is a teacher investing in our kids, you know? Yeah, I know nothing about the guy, but I, I'm willing to say he probably didn't have much himself. And yet he did what he did. Yeah. That was like giving her a million bucks. I like him, whoever he is. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. Quick question. 
How comfortable do you dress when you go off to the store? I mean, is it jeans? Is it shorts? Is it PJs? Well, our good friend, Mr. Ryan Stevenson. Yeah, this guy right here. Just posted this on his Insta story over the weekend. Something kind of interesting happened today. Nice park job, babe. My wife actually refused to go into a store with me today because I was wearing sweats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she won't go in. She's sitting in the car as he's going into the store to get whatever he's getting because he's wearing his sweatpants. And she refuses to go in. Wow, she's got some standards. She's got some spunk. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever gone in with sweatpants. But I would. Yeah, but it's okay, the line drawn with your wife. What is it when it comes to you and how presentable you are before you go into the store? Uh, being seen in public with me. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, Come on. <laughs> that's a little vague, isn't Get it? real, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've not crossed that line, so I have to. Evidently, you're presentable whenever you go out. I'm a beautiful man. That's nice. <laughs> Maybe if I took my shirt off and walked in, that might be the line. Okay, he brought this thing to a whole new level.